0: program are those of Kowal Investment Group and its staff. Kowal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262 Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome. This is News Talk 1130 WISN, the Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists, on the air today, hosted by Marie McFarlane and Chauncey Wisensell. Uh Welcome back, both of you. Marie, I'll start with you. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Happy Saturday.
0: Happy Saturday. <laughs> Chauncey, great to have you back in studio. Welcome back to the program. Fantastic to be back. Now, both of your voices, along with many others at the Cowall Investment Group, are heard Monday through Friday. The market updates during the Mark Belling show. Then, you know, we get this complete hour here on um, Saturdays to do a deep dive into retirement. Uh, a lot of things to talk about today and a lot of activity in, in the markets recently. That's my opinion, Murray. I'm there ca- has been
1: a lot of activity. I mean, this your is- opinion's right. Oh good. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm the iPhone swipe left and you can see the DAO, the S&P, the Nasdaq, and on a daily basis I'm a casual follower, right? Yes. What did I tell you guys I did before the show? I went You looked. Look- I looked. <laughs> How could you not look at your 401k plan? Uh, it was just I was curious, right? What's the balance after all these months of volatile market? wasn't that bad. I was I was very happy now it's it's been up a few days so maybe that's why. If you're in the market Marie, you're good you have to n- put up with
1: volatility. Yes, you have to put up with volatility and what I've been sharing with people is fear is kind of irrational. In fact, I think Chauncey goes through a little bit of yes, fear Yes, I have an
2: article on emotion and fear yeah. we're going to talk about later. So
1: Ooh, that's this is a perfect stuff. segue. Yes,
2: it is. <laughs> I didn't even know um, you were
1: going to talk about So I won't take his thunder, <laughs> but I have been sharing with clients um, that it is hard emotionally to see your hard savings go down. And so to always call me and I'm there to walk through what does that really mean for you and What's the long term impact and um, do you should you be making changes? All those good things. But yes, it's been volatile. Well
0: the emotions that go with it. You're exactly right. Marie, it's hard to manage those, but if you do, uh it's not gonna go up every day. No. If you look at a bar graph, it's never a roller coaster up, it always yeah. has to come down up. It bit. has to. It ebbs and flows. Yes.
1: And if it went up every day, I'd be slightly concerned, right? Yes. <laughs> is there anything that is positive every single day? Well,
0: And um, we do learn from history. Yes. So uh, that's a good segment, Chauncey, coming up. I think after the first break, we'll do that. We've got yes. our sexy segment. We've got the boss segment with Aaron Kowal, as we do every week. These are normal features on the Retirement Clinic. That's for business owners. But to start the show off today, oh, and if you've got questions, by way of background, the Cowalway.com, fantastic website, gives you all the locations, a phone number to reach out to the COWAL Investment Group. Those locations now are in Heartland, that's the most recent addition. Waukesha, Port Washington, up in Ozaukee County, Phoenix, Arizona. And we're seeing right off the freeway at the Highway 20 exit. So again, thecowellway.com. For more information, Marie, you get to start out the program today. You've got a topic.
1: Today I have a hot topic, um, really complex, but I'm going to try and break it down and make it as simple as possible. So I've had quite a few phone calls in regards to clients who have inherited IRAs and questioning if they need to take required minimum distributions or not. So to kind of give you a wave of background, um, and this is all from Ed Slots IRA advisors. So essentially what happened in 2020 is the SECURE Act was passed and that changed the distribution of inherited IRAs for beneficiaries, for most beneficiaries, not all. So the SECURE Act gave us a 10-year rule for most retirement account beneficiaries. Again, that's for deaths in 2020 or later. That's the right word? Not sooner. Yeah, later. 2020, 2021, 2022. <laughs> that's later. <laughs> later. That's <true>. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, is that sooner or later? That's yeah, one
0: way you got to kind of pause and think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you're not an eligible designated beneficiary, you have to take out the IRA within a 10-year period. So liquidate the IRA in a 10-year period. Now, an eligible designated beneficiary are surviving spouses, minor children until age 21, but not grandchildren, disabled individuals, chronically ill, and individuals older than or not more than 10 years younger than the IRA owner. Again, those are pretty complex in and of itself, but let's just say you're not an eligible designated beneficiary and you inherit an IRA. So... Now you inherit this IRA and you must liquidate the account within 10 years. When it first was passed, um, it was under the understanding that you just had 10 years to do it and there didn't have to be an annual distribution out of it. Well, then... On February 23rd, 2022, the IRS issued a proposed regulation which then took the position that when death occurs on or after the required beginning date, a non-eligible designated beneficiary must take annual required minimum distributions and then and the 10-year rule also applies. So if you take a step back from that, that was a lot of acronyms and things you have to consider. But essentially, if you inherited an IRA and the owner, the original owner of the IRA was already in RBD status, so required beginning designation, sorry, required beginning date, which is RMD date, or older, you now have to take... Uh, RMD every year. In addition to making sure you follow the ten years. All these
0: acronyms. Uh, I know most people know RMD stands for
1: required minimum distribution.
0: Secure Act. We hear it all the time. You know it's an acronym as well. The Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act of (laughs) twenty nineteen. Wow. Now who remembers these things? That's why we say Secure Act.
1: That's why. Yeah. (laughs) Let's keep it that way. (laughs) So. Um, again, before this happened, the rule was requiring that annual RMDs, when an account owner died, didn't exist, but now they do if they were on or after their required beginning date, RBD. This is sometimes referred to at least as rapidly rule. So what you can take away from that is they want you to take money out every single year if they were already in their re- required beginning date um with in addition you have to have it liquidated within the 10 years so that brought up a lot of questions because um it was a little um unorganized might be the right word and and, and i
0: keep on thinking okay a lot of people inherit iras that's fairly common yeah Mm -hmm. somebody passes away the ira gets passed down or it might can it be in a trust A
1: part of a trust? That's not as popular, but it could be. Um, But this is more pertaining to individuals.
0: I guess my question, the what ifs, if you don't follow these rules.
1: So if you don't, this is a 50% penalty. Holy cow. So it's one of the biggest penalties. Actually, I think it is the biggest penalty out there. Half. Yes. So Mm. if you missed your RMD, you would have a 50% penalty. Now, what they came out in a notice, so the IRS said in a notice 22 2022-53, and that was just issued at the beginning of October of this year. They're waiving the 50% penalty for beneficiaries subject to the 10-year rule under the SECURE Act who have not taken 2021 or 2022 required minimum distributions from an inherited IRA. So I don't want people to be confused. They're not waiving RMDs for (laughs) 2021 and 2022. But let's say in 2020. One, you inherited an IRA from your parents. You're an adult child, and you didn't take any money out this year or last year because you didn't think you had to as it initially was proposed. They'll say, hey, it's okay that you missed the RMD for last year and this year, but 2023, the expectation is that you start taking your RMDs for that
0: Man, Outside of you guys who do this every day, how would most now you take somebody like you said you're you're in a you're the child of somebody that passes away you, you have no idea you inherit this but how would you know these rules you wouldn't there's no way
1: you would not and it's exhausting and every time you think you have it under control they come out with a new right. <laughs> version right at yeah. least as rapidly which nobody knew from the beginning so and it's still a work in progress right there will still be kinks that come out through notices um from the irs so it still will be a work in progress um i wanted to give a couple examples because it might help think of this. Um, again, be, just because we think of RMDs, that's on your own IRA, but we're mainly talking about inherited IRAs. And again, we're talking about individuals who are not eligible designated beneficiaries. So they fall in that SECURE Act 10-year rule. So oh, a couple other things to point out. If you didn't take your 2021 rmd and 2022 rmd for your inherited ira like i said before they're waiving the 50 uh, percent penalty but if you did actually take it unfortunately they're not letting you put it back in so you can't say whoops i took it i didn't need to and right to put it back in so that's a so, good what thing do, to know.
0: so what do you do with the money then
1: well most people so most people that took it in 2021 right you just take a simple rmd distribution and some people will reinvest it some people will take it as income yeah um, you call
0: the COWAL investment group yes what do i do it and as we'll money? help you and you'll it help out. You. yeah well in general a lot of people might be hearing this and they're not going to remember all of these yes. rules but it's something that we want to educate the public about but at least be aware that you should look into it right yep. if you're inheriting anything especially the, the tax ramifications the and taxes penalties are, yep
1: that's exactly what i was going to go into yeah. so For example, I have quite a few clients who have inherited IRAs who are in their 50s, um, and they're at the peak earning years of their life, so Mm -hmm. they're making the most income they've ever made, and now they have half a million, million dollar IRA that they have to liquidate within a 10-year period. So you can be strategic on how you take income from the portfolio or income from the IRA, but again, it depends... If there was a required beginning date for the owner of the IRA, obviously you'll have to start taking income every year from it. Um, And it's based on your single life mortality IRS tables. So you get to take the RMD like you would have prior to the SECURE Act.
0: Yeah, the IRS does have that, here's what we think you're going to live to kind of chart, right? And we are living longer. Yeah, good or bad. But I mean, compared to 1940, (laughs) right? Americans are living much, much longer.
1: Much longer. Quality of life still, in my opinion, hasn't gotten to the right. The best Right, longevity. We're living longer, yeah. but if you
0: talk to anybody in the medical field, they'll say it's a quality of life where it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Or you just kind of being strung
0: together by... We'll all be robots or something. <laughs> right. A bunch of bots walking yeah. around. Um,
1: I don't think that's an exaggeration. No, I don't think so I just either. don't know when
0: this is going to happen.
1: <laughs> we all live in this like... You know, us verse, but then it's like a digital verse. I can, imagine yeah, that. AI, <laughs>
0: every man, you start getting into that stuff. The, mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's here,
1: it is right. Yeah. So,
0: it, it, we may not be around when all of this happens, but technology is a, a great thing when used properly,
1: yeah. But I it's sure also kind so. of
0: freaky to think, yeah. About. I
1: don't want to mm-hmm. be a part of that.
0: No, <laughs> no, no, even a Tesla scares me, you know. I mean, I need to be in control and drive a car. Um, uh, it's, the cars are great from what I hear, right? But would you trust the car? Like, read the newspaper, or take a nap, and just trust your car is going to be fine. I,
1: I feel like. That you might actually convince me on. Really? Because I hate driving. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, think of all the work you can get done.
1: I know. That's why, I think that's why I would like actually.
0: You guys don't like, you have your phones looking at the market activities, <laughs> driving to work on the way and home. Calling,
1: yeah. yeah. I just, so that one I may take into consideration.
0: Watch some Netflix movies while you commute. <laughs> take a nap. I'm on board. All right, right. Hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they got that dialed in yet, though.
1: I don't think so either. Except I do have that accelerated uh, cruise control on mine where it like speeds up and speeds oh, yeah. down as you near
0: a semi a yeah. alone.
1: oh I love that that
0: is cool I've That's, got all that too and lane correction it yes. takes some time to get used it to it does
1: yeah and yeah. then when it yells at you break you're like oh yeah i got to break right. <laughs> shut up car humans needed <laughs> um, so just to go through a few examples of the RMDs for inherited IRA So example one, Jane is age 75 and she died in 2020. Her beneficiary is her adult daughter, Allison. Allison's a non-eligible designated beneficiary subject to the 10-year rule under the SECURE Act. So again, she's non-eligible, meaning she has to follow the 10-year rule for the SECURE Act. So the proposed regulations say that Jane, because she died after her required beginning date, which was 72. So she's 75. So she's already in RMD status is the way I would put it. Allison must take RMDs based on her single life expectancy during years one through nine of the 10-year period. So again, this notice says that if Allison fails to do so for 2021 and 2022, there will be no 50% penalty on the missed RMDs. Um, so... Again, but starting 2023, she needs to start taking her required minimum distributions moving Mm -hmm. forward.
0: This is where it might be beneficial. I don't know if this is often the case. Like with your clients, if the children is also using the same advisor, it would make things a lot smoother and easier.
1: It is. And I find that it's extremely common. In fact, I'd say 90% of the time I'm working with my clients' kids.
0: Yep. Um, So you work maybe a 75-year-old and their children are now adults and working and they are also a client of the Cowell investment group.
1: Yes. And I think what's powerful is working with clients, kids. Um, some of my clients are in their fifties and sixties. And so I'm working with their younger generation kids. And really, I already know, like I understand, right. The planning that I've done for the parents, it's still very confidential unless that family chooses to share it. That's right. But we can also start preparing for, okay, well, what would that look like um, for the child You know, assuming mom and dad live till 90 or 100, whatever the case might be. So it is very beneficial.
0: Oh, absolutely. And as you talk about people in their 50s, I'm raising my hand. One of them, 56 (laughs) years old. It is generally the age when our parents are getting up there. And unfortunately, many of them, you know, this is when they start passing away. Yeah. So inheritance is very common. It could be a house. It could be an IRA. It could be a car.
1: Very common. And um, if we have time today, I have another article that, Um, There's been a fear, which I've experienced with a lot of clients too, especially now, of spending their uh, hard savings. So, again, a generation where they're in their 70s and 80s aren't spending as much as they probably could because of what they've Mm -hmm. done from a saving perspective. Mm. Um, And so thinking from an inheritance standpoint, the kids are going to inherit a lot more than... What they should if the client was spending what they actually could, right? One thing
0: I've learned from Jeff Kowal over the years, many decades of this show, right? Never plan on an inheritance.
1: Yes. The so worst agree with thing you
0: can do mm-hmm. is just assume. It, it, life happens.
1: It does. You,
0: you don't know, right? And you it just can don't be know.
1: sucked up in an instance. Oh, right?
0: medical bills, yeah. you name it, long term care.
1: So, one other example. Um, is we have Miguel, and he died at age 90 in 2019. His beneficiary is his adult son, Nat. Nat is a designated beneficiary who can take annual RMDs from the IRA he inherited because he died before the Secure Act became effective. So, again, just the year makes the most difference in that, right? He died in 2019 instead of 2022. So he can, or 2020. So he can use the original RMD stretch IRA.
0: Almost like grandfathered in.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: That makes sense. Um, Marie, we've got a couple minutes before we break here. I want you to wrap this up. I didn't want to interrupt you, but again, we're going back to inheriting IRAs and, People are going to hear this and go, well, I, I didn't know any of this. What, what if I make a mistake? What if I do the wrong thing? Call your advisor, if you have one. If not, call the COWAL Investment yes, Group.
1: and call before you do. Right. Because unwinding that mistake is not easy. You have to ask the IRS for forgiveness, and it's, I mean, could I mean, it happen? It could, but we, we, that'd be a little Ask the
0: IRS for forgiveness. <laughs>
1: yeah. Man, that
0: sounds like <laughs> a bad movie. Good luck with that one. I don't want to know the yeah. outcome of it. <laughs> right, right.
1: Um, I have one more example Just to wrap it up, but I wanted to make sure I touched base on the Roth IRA. So these pertain mainly to the IRAs. The Roth IRAs still have to follow the 10-year, but they do not have required minimum distribution. So we have Gianni died at age 79 in 2020, so we know he's a part of the SECURE Act. His Roth IRA beneficiary is his adult son, Rocco. Rocco's a non-eligible designated beneficiary, so he's subject to the 10-year rule. The proposed regulations say that because Gianni had a Roth IRA, he's considered to have died before his RBD required beginning date. So, therefore, Rocco does not have to take RMDs during the years 1 through 9 of the 10-year period. So, there's no concerns with missed 2021 or 2022 RMDs. So, that's for inherited Roth IRAs. They're assumed to die before their required beginning date because there is no required beginning date for a Roth IRA. So, you don't have to take... RMDs from a Roth IRA, you just have to make sure you uh, liquidate that account throughout the 10-year period.
0: There are different types of IRAs. And yep. So the Roth is different. Different rules yes, for each one.
1: I know. It's so fun, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you guys do this every day.
0: Uh, but for those of you that don't, if you've got questions, we covered a lot there with the inherited IRAs and, and some things you need to do the right way or the penalty Could be up to, you said 50%. 50%,
1: Five-zero. Five-zero.
0: Half of that IRA. That's insane.
1: Half of what you missed.
0: Yeah. Okay, half of, yeah. Yep. But that's just a lot.
1: It is a lot. That's a penalty. Yeah, you do not want that penalty. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Avoid those penalties. Here's what we're going to do. Take a quick break. Come back with the boss segment. That's for business owners. Their savings and security with Aaron Kowal. Chauncey, you're going to get into... The topic of where we started the show just casually talking about the fear, the emotions tied up in being in the stock market.
2: Yeah, I found a nice article on Morningstar talking about kind of fear and emotion and, um, you know, how it kind of helps people perceive risk differently, so I mean, it's interesting. And
0: yeah, the Retirement Clinic focuses on retirement. That's what they do at the Kowal Investment Group. And by the way, happy 35th anniversary to everybody, Jeff and Aaron Kowal and the entire Kowal Investment Group, including you two. <laughs> 35 years. The newest office is in Heartland, com Gives you more information and Chauncey Wisensell and Marie McFarlane. After a quick break, we'll come right back. We do have the Wealth Management Reservation, in other, another word for it's the sexy segment. That's coming up as well as we continue. It's every Saturday morning on WISN, the retirement clinic. I'm Paul Kronforst. We'll be right back.
3: WISN, I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute Business Owner Savings and Security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Tax season is just a few months away, and the new year will be here before you know it. For business owners, this means you only have a short time to take advantage of tax-saving strategies for 2022. If you're wondering where to start, first consider your estimated net income. Has your income increased substantially? Has inflation weakened the profitability of your business? Changes in your income can change your tax planning for the year. Higher income could mean looking into more tax deductions, while lower income may mean you are eligible for other tax breaks you may not have considered in the past. Next, review the corporate structure of your business. As your business and income grow, the best structure of your business could change. Another important component for business owners is a retirement plan. Be sure to establish and fully fund a retirement plan if you haven't already. This is one of the best ways small business owners can cut their taxes. Lastly, don't go it alone. Work with a team of professionals to ensure that you are able to take advantage of every tax-saving opportunity your business is eligible for. If you need assistance navigating tax-saving strategies for your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com.
0: Welcome back on WISN The Retirement Clinic. We continue with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist hosting the show today, Marie McFarlane and Chauncey Wisencell. And a lot coming up, the sexy segment. Um, we will give you, you know, all the information is on the website, com. More importantly, if you have a question, call their office, 262-522-4040, 262-522-4040. Of course, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all the social media sites, and again, that's all at com. So, Chauncey, we talked about your topic, fear, emotions, that's all part of investing, right? It's like watching a Packer game these days.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. I watched the Packer game on Sunday, and I was... Oh, I had some emotions. I don't know that fear was one of them. Maybe a little bit of anger, but uh, Just <laughs> frustration. Wow, we're, that,
0: were this bad? What happened, right? With the Lions, one win. And Losing to the Lions, it's like, eh, season's over, right? All might these have thrown injuries. my hat across the living room. I did a few times, said a few uh, choice words, um, but a lot of emotions <laughs> in a football yes. game. Yes, A lot of emotions are, in, and rightfully so, yeah. when you look at your 401k balance, when you look at your your market you, you, there's a lot of fear This and that's a powerful emotion right there fear it's incredibly powerful um so we're gonna talk a little bit about
2: fear and we'll talk a little bit about emotions and how that can affect how you perceive risk uh there's a nice article on morningstar um and it started off by saying fear can change how you perceive risk skewing your mental cost benefit analysis and influ- influencing your asset allocation um you know right there right off the top of the bat it's if you're afraid, you're more likely to maybe get more conservative with your investments than you otherwise would. And that's how we do things like risk tolerances and work with clients and kind of see what their level of risk that they're all right taking is, is kind of a nice base standard. But you see times like this uh, when the markets are down that there's extra emotion and fear are playing in as well. And I thought there was some good studies in here. Um, it talked about one group that they kind of did a little bit of an experiment on. Uh, and they induced fear into a group, and that those people would overestimate the likelihood of a negative future outcome. So simply by just being afraid, you know, you're in your head, you're increasing the likelihood of a negative outcome just by being afraid.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, your mind can be a powerful... It is. Thing and play games with you, right? I mean your mind can cause you fear could if it causes you or drive you to an action like getting out of the market. Yes. Well then look at look at the results and the ramifications.
2: Yes, and we're always gonna say, right, the best thing to do is, is stay invested. Maybe you might shift a little bit more conservatively, but you never want to sell your life savings at a discount. Yeah. Um, You know, getting out of the market is one of the worst things you can probably do, and it's impossible. When do you get out? When do you get back in? It's so difficult if you go to cash.
0: And yet, it's, it, you're you're exactly right. The worst time to get out is at that low point. Exactly. Right? Nobody's got a crystal ball. We don't know where it's going to go, but that is the whole point of being invested in the market.
2: Exactly. And I even had one client. I love the saying. I, I stole it from them. One client told me, actually. Um, time in the market is always better than timing the market. Oh, yeah. 100%. I thought that was a great saying. I was, yeah. That pretty much summarizes it up. Yeah. Um, but the article went on to say, what's more is the fear we feel does not need to be related to the outcome of what we're thinking about. Reading in newspaper clippings or tragic events led people to overestimating the likelihood of negative events happening in completely different domains. So just by seeing negative events and news completely on un- maybe correlated to something you're Um, Thinking about or trying to achieve, probably in this case, you know, retirement or the markets being down, or maybe I'm retired. Am I going to run out of money? Just by seeing fearful things totally unrelated, you know, kind of distort how you're thinking about uh, another goal. Um, And it said, when we're afraid, we tend to believe that negative events are more likely to happen than we did, and we can become more sensitive to loss in the moment. So maybe you're already afraid the market's going to go down, even if it's for a completely unrelated reason, but when it does, then you're more sensitive to that loss. But so it's kind of a short article, but I think just kind of the power of the mind and fear in this case is something that's kind of really complex to try to to un- to try to unpack. And they say, if you believe a st- crash in the stock market is very likely in the next six months, you might feel justified in deviating from your plan investment strategy to avoid what you see as very probable loss. The problem is that your expectation of these events may be skewed by fears that have nothing to do with your Goals and what right. you're trying to achieve. Yep. So, by something completely unrelated, you know, what you see in the news or you're scrolling on the internet can totally skew your events and, you know, put seeds of
0: unneeded fear there's in your mind. So much information out there, right? Tons. I mean, you just mentioned them. You scroll cable news, you've got the internet, your phone, there's news at our fingertips 24 yeah. 7. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that 30 years ago. You'd watch the one nightly newscast or maybe read the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. That was about it. Yeah, and like, and
2: now it's all you have. All these news outlets that are twenty four hours, seven days a week, and, and can you
0: trust them? Right, exactly. you'll see a headline and it yeah. looks. Is it clickbait? I see so many things where I click it. It's <laughs> a, you're just going down it. Yes. Where's the story here?
2: Yeah, especially if you're on Facebook or something. Oh, like it's it. brutal. Yeah, it's just terrible. It is. Um, yeah, so you gotta a- be careful about that. Now. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to get clicks. They're trying to get yep. views, and you know they don't necessarily care about ne- the truth of the information or whatever it may be, as long as they get you to click on the article. So
0: always know your source and a trustworthy source. Yes, you know a trustworthy source. You know whether it's a new
2: source that you really trust, um, that you know is you know, somewhat unbiased or. Yep. You know, we'll talk a little
0: bit more about working with an advisor that you can trust and go to. Well, that's just it. Let, you know, let your advisor sift through all of that nonsense. Exactly. I hear people say so often, oh, I saw, I saw this and this. Where'd you see it? I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> then it must be true. It must be. Everything <laughs> on the internet is true. Of course Especially it is. Facebook. <laughs> we say tongue
2: firmly planted in cheek. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so cool. Be careful of what and where you get your news from. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Um, and then they go on to say risk- I have another header here. Perceived risk is more motivating than objective risk. So kind of the risk you perceive, right, in your mind, you know, just your thoughts, not necessarily looking at numbers on a sheet or graphs, things like that. You know, what you really see or hear is going to be more motivating. Um, They did a study of people in the United States. People expected higher returns for what they saw was relatively low risk investing. They did the same study on some people in the Netherlands, and they perceived the same investment to be very risky and expected low returns. Um, so generally, the U.S. has far more aggressive asset allocation than people in the Netherlands, mm. which is a cultural thing, right? In, yeah. in the U.S., we are you know, trained to kind of perceive things differently than people are in other cultures. Um, so you know, that's more of a perceived risk here versus in the Netherlands. Um so they perceive it to be risky and we don't necessarily perceive that
0: perception. That's another powerful thing Very. too. I'd s- somebody involved in the in the like the we, we talked about the mind playing tricks on you, told me once Paul eighty and I don't know if this is true, but I'm gonna say it because I think it is true. Eighty <laughs> percent again, see yes. I'm I'm being what what I said before just ignore what Paul is saying, but it kind of makes sense. Here's what they told me eighty percent of what we worry about in our lives never happens. That's 80%. A stat. Yeah. Think of that. 80%. And maybe it's, you can look it up. I did look it up, and there's a lot of articles on it. So, yeah. in other words, we worry about things. We worry about family, illnesses, mm-hmm. health, death, all of these things we worry about. But if 80% don't come to fruition or don't yeah. happen, we waste it all the time worrying. Yeah. What are you worrying for? Yeah. I mean, obviously, some things are going to happen that are bad. Yeah, but exactly. if you worry about everything all day long. You're going to drive yourself. That's, again, Chauncey, going back to your topic, mm. emotions. Yeah. You're just trying to
2: sometimes the best thing you can try to do is just take the emotion out of it. Yeah. And that's where sometimes sitting down with, you know, your advisor, whether it's me or Marie, uh, Kowal or whoever it may be, and just getting, you know, an empathetic look. You know, we're invested in the same things our clients are and we have money in the market too. So, you know, we understand the feeling, but having someone look at it with an unemotional bias without the emotional bias
0: another set of eyes another can years. really help yeah. and
2: you know what's what's the real reason behind this what's what do the numbers look like and yeah. you know this kind of says that when you're just looking at um here, this is what it said when people's feelings about risk change their investment behavior changes accordingly but when objective numerical risk evaluations change behavior is not strongly affected so it's hard to change the perception with numbers and graphs and charts but i think working with you know, an advisor that you trust and say, all right, what is the real reason behind um, you know, why the market's down? Or Is that article I saw about everything, Armageddon happening, is that warranted, right? Being able to sit
0: down with somebody that you trust to talk about that can be very helpful. You nailed it. This is good stuff because perception is one thing, reality is another. Yes. And boy, it just seems in the last few years that you're right. You see, it, it's clickbait. John arm again oh this is this is the worst thing ever this is the most important yep. election ever this is the it's really i hear that every time of uh course. It, so is it reality or is it just uh like we said a headline that you see and you get worried about reach out to an advisor and, and discuss exactly. it exactly and that's one of the one of the best ways to cope about cope with you know fear
2: is just You know, exploring it, like what's the reasoning behind? Like we've been talking about this whole time. You know, look at the numbers. Talk to talk to someone that you trust, um, and that's the best way to just cope with it. The article says we must do our due diligence as investors to research products and services. However, be wary about how things are presented. uh, Of investment information makes us feel and avoid doom scrolling and sensationalism whenever possible.
0: Yeah. Let you guys worry about the stress, right? Exactly. I think Aaron Kowal talked about that on one show, like outsource your stress test or something like and that. And that's incredibly it, true. This is what we do. We're financial advisors. Yes. We'll... Will work with you in your retirement plan, and but those charts and graphs might not mean anything to a lot of your clients. No. Maybe you've got more some that are curious and they want you to yeah, explain what yes. this all means, mm-hmm. and some others are just just tell me know what I need to do, right? Yeah, and it can be helpful just to see you know some sort of basic information if it's a
2: chart or a graph about when the markets hit a bear market like we have. Difference it can be helpful and help give people peace of mind, um, but you know it's. That's one of the biggest things, and one of their points to uh, risk is unavoidable panic is optional, how to kind of cope with fear, is working with a financial advisor. This happen, happened, as do rebounds. Perspective is key, and it can often be helpful to have a sympathetic, unemotional
0: person look at your situation and kind of help clarify things. And I would say the, nothing against aging, but now that I'm aging and I'm in my 50s, mm-hmm. as you age and you get closer to retirement... There's a little anxiety that creeps in. Am of I course. on the right track? When you're 23, you're not thinking about retirement. No. You should be saving. Yes. But you're not thinking about no. it. When you're 63, you're thinking about it. Yes, for sure. And it's you know, we help
2: people in all stages of life in retirement planning. And kind of the last thing that the article said, uh, to kind of help avoid risk and panic. Panic most most of all, this is just sometimes shut off the TV and walk away. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's instead of going home, me and Marie were just talking about it before we came in, you know, instead of going home and sitting in front of the news all night long and getting worked up and frustrated and fearful of those headlines.
0: They can't sleep
2: at night, right? No, sometimes you just need to turn it off and walk away realize they're trying to headlines and viewers and make things interesting and that's they're, their job they're looking for ratings yeah just exactly. like that
0: clickbait looking for the clicks right exactly so a sensational headline just to make you click that article yes uh, that's all good stuff uh, Marie, you said it your source before Ed Slots newsletter, and you said it your source, but I forgot where it's from. Morning Star, Morning Star, yes. that's good stuff. Yes, they've got a lot of good information there and a lot of good stuff on investments. And- so two good topics you guys brought to the table. When we come back, it's the sexy segment every week on the Retirement Clinic. And Marie, give us a little teaser if you could.
1: Uh, we're going to go through high net worth estate planning guide.
0: Ooh. Stay tuned for that one, yes. especially for those of you that fall into that category. Yes. Uh, that's coming up. Now the COAL Investment Group, if you've got questions, call them, please. We just mentioned a lot of these emotions, a lot of fear with uh, markets and volatile markets, or you're closing in on that magical retirement date, 262 522 The COWALWAY.com. Fantastic website. Check out the We'll be right back. WISN's Retirement Clinic. Welcome back. That music says it's time for the sexy segment. By way of background, when Jeff Kowal started this show, The Retirement Clinic, uh, he wanted to do one segment of show on wealth management and preservation. So, Anne-Marie, that's, you know, a lot of us can attain wealth. Can you keep it? Can you preserve it? Yes. And that's kind of the background of this segment. Now, so every week it's a different story, a different topic. And you said this one is about?
1: This one's High Net Worth Estate Planning Guide. So I took the information from lots of sources um, and kind of bundled it in one. But truly what I was wanted to accomplish is go through if you've accumulated a million or more in assets, this pertains to you especially. So one thing to note is that it's really important. In fact, I would say it's a... you have to, that you should have your estate plan put in place. Um, estate planning can be tricky, complex to do, and it's extremely uncomfortable, right? Because you have to go through things that you don't really want to talk about. Um, but you'll be forever grateful that you did. And as we work with our clients, um, you know, some of our clients pass and we have to go through the estate and going through who gets what. And it's, so much simpler when that's already put in place before anybody passes. Um, The main questions are around trust, taxes, and gifting. So I'll go through a couple. Um, The first thing I wanted to talk about was trusts. So establishing a trust. Most high net worth individuals establish a trust, or I should say most high net worth individuals, it is important to establish a trust. And this is really there to help protect your wealth now, there's different types of trusts, and I'm not going to the, go through the exhausted <laughs> list, and they can get pretty complex.
0: Revocable, irrevocable. Yes. so I'll
1: go through those because those are the ones that yeah. most people know. That's so true. So kudos to you. I have a trust,
0: <laughs> for the record.
1: You do? Yep. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. So you've already done your estate I have, planning. I you have, I You can check yeah. that off your year-end mm-hmm. list then. So trusts are beneficial in establishing and passing your wealth to your heirs and other beneficiaries. So trust keep records private so that doesn't go public, right? What what's going on in your trust isn't public knowledge to everybody, whereas if you went through probate it is public.
0: Yeah, avoiding probate is usually a goal. You don't I mean yes, then it's public to. record, it's in the courts, it costs money. It
1: takes time. And it takes a lot of time. Yes. So, it helps you avoid probate and it keeps your information private. Um, You can have simple or complex trusts. You already mentioned the most frequently heard are the revocable trust and irrevocable trust. Now, to give that kind of simple definitions. Revocable trusts allow you to remain in control of your trust while you're alive. So you can make changes to those trusts. Irrevocable means you no longer have control and you can't make changes to the trust. When you have a revocable trust and if you pass, it automatically becomes irrevocable. So when you pass, right? Nobody can go in and make changes to those trusts. Now, the biggest thing is um, appointing a trustee and having beneficiaries. Trustees can be people. um, You can also hire people to be trustees as well. Now, the one I wanted to focus on was minimizing taxes. So, trusts can help um, you create a plan on how to complete your gift in estate tax and therefore minimizing taxes after death. Now, estate tax has a top rate of 40%. Let me repeat that. That's an ouch one, right? 40% is the top rate. Yeah, man. So if you are high net worth and have at least some of your estate To be taxed, you're going to want to be careful on how you do this. But to give a reminder to everybody, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017 increased the exemption for gift and estate taxes. So together it's called a unified credit. The exemption as it stands today is 12.92. That's for 2023, 12.06 million for 2022. That's individual. Twenty five point eight four. This is for twenty twenty three million. Sorry, twenty five point eight four million for twenty twenty three, and that's for a married couple. And then twenty four point one two million is for twenty twenty two married couple. That's that's a
0: lot of money. It is a lot of money.
1: It is a lot of money. Um, But what I wanted to remind everybody is this tax cuts and jobs act is set to sunset in twenty twenty five. So that means that it will go back to what was in place before, plus inflation adjusted. So that's a significant cut to the current um, estate tax credit. So prior to this, it was 5.49 million. So that was 11 million, roughly, per couple. So that's quite a significant difference when we talk about 5 million per person or 12.9 million per person. So, estate planning is going to be very, very important. If you have over five million in assets, you could fall into this bucket. That's right. If they, if Congress doesn't pass anything prior to twenty twenty six, yeah,
0: yeah, and, I, and I'm glad you you referred this one to the high net worth people. You know, estate planning can be a simple power of attorney for yes. somebody that's younger, um, or a will. That was our first mm-hmm. thing we yep. did when we have kids. You know, who's going to get the kids if something
1: bad happens?
0: Yes. So beneficiaries, but then a trust is like that. Next level of estate planning.
1: And your healthcare derivatives, right? Making sure you have uh, direction on what you want to happen to you. Yeah. If... You're, you know, if you're under a health situation that you can't make yeah. those decisions. Over anymore. the
0: years, Jeff and Aaron, you guys, you've had many estate planning attorneys on as guests. And I know you work with your clients. So if you need estate planning yes, needs, and the Coal Investment Group is there to help their clients. Uh, good stuff. Marie, we got to take our last break. We're going to come back with some final words. Trance, you get some uh, final kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, well, I'll just leave it at that. Some final comments you want to make yes. at the end of the show. And again, to reach out if you got any questions, com Or give them a call, 262-522-4040. The Retirement Clinic will be right back. Wrapping up The Retirement Clinic, Chauncey. You had something you wanted to end the show with. Yes.
2: Three quick things that we can talk about before people should do before December 31st. Number one, which Maria already kind of talked about, was take your required minimum distribution. If you don't, half the amount is penal- a 50% penalty. Uh, that's pretty hefty. So if your RMD was 10000 you don't take it, 5000 of that goes to the IRS. Um, there was a, especially if you have inherited IRA. Um, there is a rule that if this is your first time taking an RMD here from Ed Slot, um, if your first, it's your first RMD year, you have to extend it to April 1st of 2023. For everyone else, you need to have that out by December 31st of this year. Uh, second thing is do a. Qualified charitable contribution or distribution, sorry, if you'd like to. Um, You can take money from your IRA, it goes to a charity, you don't have to pay taxes on it. Uh, Especially powerful if you're in RMD, it can count against your RMD and lower that amount for you. You can do them once you hit age 70 and a half. Um, that was the old RMD age. They raised the RMD age, but they didn't raise the age for QCDs. Don't ask me why. Um, it's just what the IRS did. Um, and then last one is consider Roth conversions, especially now with the market being down. Great time to convert some traditional IRA money, pay the taxes, put it in the Roth and grow it tax-free. We can help you analyze your tax situation and make sure we're monitoring Medicare premiums and tax brackets. And we're happy to work with people's accountants to make sure that we're converting an appropriate amount.
0: Great information. Uh, the entire show, good stuff as always from the Cowell Investment Group celebrating the 35th anniversary this year. Marie McFarland, thank you so much for your time on a Saturday. Thank you, thank you. for being here, Marie.
1: Thank you. You was fun. Welcome. I appreciate it. And Chauncey,
0: thank you for another great show. Pleasure to be here. And Monday through Friday, don't forget to tune in during the Mark Belling Late Afternoon Show, the market updates by Chauncey Marie and a cast of Thousands. No, no. <laughs> A lot of people employed at the COWAL Investment Group. Yeah. I just saw some new picture outside your office. I think it was just shy of thirty. Yeah, Yeah, that's, yeah. And many, many locations. We should cover those real quickly. Locations are World Headquarters in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona. The latest address in Heartland and, of course, in Racine as well. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You You too. too. Thanks. John C. and Marie from the Coal Investment Group. That's going to do it for the Retirement Clinic every Saturday here at 10 o'clock on WISN.